We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jason Longshore, who joins us this morning on the waitforward.com hotline, talking a little bit about the excitement surrounding the Five Stripes opener. Hey, Jason. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are y'all doing? Pretty good, pretty good. So, Jason... Soccer's finally back. How excited are you to get this thing going? And, and not only that, how different is this team going to look? I'm glad to get some games that count. You know, it's it's been a preseason. It feels like it's been short and long at, at the same time. It was a good close to it last Sunday in Birmingham. I, I thought the, the team got everything they needed out of their preseason. They ramped up. They got tested really well against teams in midseason in Mexico but then come back and build some confidence against Birmingham Legion on Sunday. I like what this team's looking like so far. I think, you know, we're not going to see the finished product probably until a month or so in because you've got to get Thiago Almada, get his visa, get him into the team, mix in with this group, building chemistry. Marcelino Moreno's had injuries during the preseason. We haven't seen him yet. So that part's going to take time. But what I I really like that we've seen so far is when Atlanta United loses possession, they try to win the ball back as quickly as possible and with a lot of intensity. Their their counter pressure to get the ball back has been really impressive, and I think it's going to cause teams in MLS a lot of problems early on, and Atlanta will get some goals off of that. You know what, speaking of that, and, and I know this team has changed a lot, so so what are some of the new names on this squad that I have to look out for and some, who might be you know coming into this and be pretty impressive this Sunday? Yeah, let's work from, from the back. I think the, the biggest one defensively is going to be a new left back in Andrew Gutman with George Bello playing in Germany now at Armenia Bielefeld. Andrew Gutman, who the team had acquired a year ago, loaned him to the New York Red Bulls so he would get playing experience last year, but also not affect George Bellow's development. Gutman comes back, and the biggest thing we've seen out of him in preseason is his attacking ability. In New Jersey with the Red Bulls, he really wasn't a left back that would get forward very much. That's not the way that they played. Here, he's a guy who I think can get inside the 18-yard box and get goals in the back of the net for himself and create opportunities for others. He's huge. Um, another player you'll see on Monday, maybe won't be a starter all year long, but early on he will be, is Osvaldo Alonso. And, and Hugh, I think Osvaldo Alonso is going to be a player that you really enjoy, a veteran who is going to be a leader on the field, but he's a guy in the midfield who will fight for every ball He'll get stuck into challenges. He's really good on the ball. He's a great passer, but as a defensive midfielder, he's one of the best that Major League Soccer has ever seen. And to have that kind of leadership, replacing Santiago Sosa, who is recovering from sports hernia surgery in the offseason, not quite ready to go yet. He's also trying to get his green card in Argentina at the moment. Alonzo's acquisition becomes really, really big. And once we get Tiago Almada into this group, I think Atlanta's really going to enjoy watching one of the, the best playmakers to come out of Argentina in quite a while. But he's got to get here, get his visa sorted out, and get into the team and build the chemistry with the attacking pieces around him. 
Jason Longshore, Atlanta United Analyst, the opener Sunday. Our coverage begins at noon on Sports Radio 99 The Game. You and I on the front porch right near the Falcon, out the side of the gate four and gate two and all that kind of stuff, uh, and uh, your chance to uh, drop on by. And we'll take you to 2.30 in the pregame show, 3 o'clock kick against Sporting Kansas City. I want to ask you about four players, Jason, and I want to go kind of quickly through the four if I can. Uh, Emerson Hyman, 100%, you expect him to be healthy and and, uh, have his full game? No, he's not back yet. He started joining team training coming off of the ACL uh, injury that he suffered in July, but he has not played in preseason. He's not fully back yet. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets some minutes with Atlanta United, too, before he joins the first team. Brooks Lennon, do you expect that this is the year he takes a big leap? Yeah, I think so. Um, Lennon had an injury that, that brought him back from U.S. Men's National Team camp a little early. We didn't get a chance to see him in preseason with Atlanta United. Um, I think potentially, yeah, this is a big year for him to make a, a leap because he had a great offseason in his time with the U.S. Men's National Team. However, Ronald Hernandez from Venezuela has been playing it right back. He played two games for Venezuela in World Cup qualifiers. He's been really good. I think the competition for time at right back is going to be one of the storylines in the first half of the year. What does Dom Dwyer, the veteran, bring to this team? I think the question is still, is there going to be another addition up top? Is is Dwyer going to be the number two or number three striker? Um, I think what he brings is a veteran who's been around this league. He's a guy who gets under opposition skin. He, he's a just a, a nuisance at times up top. He's constantly moving, constantly chirping as well. He's got to show that he can still score goals in this league, though, and that's been the thing that's challenged him these last couple of years. I like his movement inside the 18. I think he's a kind of player that can do well in Atlanta's system, but he's got to take advantage of the opportunities that he gets. And finally, of these four that I just have targeted here, what is Jason Longshore's expectation of the production of Joseph Martinez this year? I think, you know, it's going to be an interesting one because I've, I've talked about this attacking quartet when you get Almada, Moreno, Luis Araujo, and Joseph Martinez all together. I think it could be a year where Joseph doesn't score like he did in 2018 and 2019 with, you know, 25-plus goals. But I think it could be a year where he is at his most dangerous. I think the goals might get spread around a little bit, which is a good thing. It's something Atlanta United's needed over the years. But Joseph Martinez, as he continues to build that chemistry with the guys around him, what we saw in preseason at times, and I really loved seeing it, was the combination play, where generally we see Joseph scoring goals with a through ball into him. He makes his run. He scores. Or on a cross, he scores with his head. What we're starting to see was Joseph play provider at times and also then make his run. So you play a little one-two, little wall pass in the top of the 18. Joseph makes the loop around, receives the ball, or he lays it off to somebody else going into the 18. I think Joseph might have his career high in assists this year. I think he's going to have a a big year with the the talent around him. Sporting Kansas. I had to make sure my mic was on, but you know I got bad. <laughs> Jason, I've been having a rough day today. Sporting Kansas City finished third last year. They finished, they finished third in the West last year. What kind of game are we expecting when they play Atlanta United Sunday? Kansas City is missing their top striker, Alan Polito, had a knee injury, uh, had to have season-ending surgery last month. So they're trying to figure out how they're going to replace him. Looks like Kyrie Shelton will get the start. 
up top on Sunday. He's a different kind of player, not as big of a goal scorer, more of a facilitator. Where Kansas City can hurt you is their two wingers, Daniel Shallowy and Johnny Russell. They cut inside. They go to goal themselves. Between the two of them, they scored over 30 goals last year, over 15 apiece. Uh, they also had nearly 10 assists apiece. The, these are two very productive wide players who score like forwards but come from a different kind of position. They're a team that wants the ball. And I think what happens Sunday is it comes down to which team dominates possession because these are two teams that that want to control possession, want more than 55% of the possession in a match, but both teams can't have that. So how does the other one adapt? I think Atlanta's in a position to be able to handle having less of the ball with their pressure, with their defensive work, more so than Kansas City, whose back line, three of the four players starting on the back line more than likely will be over the age of 30. Not a ton of pace on that back line. And I think they can get found out by the counter at times with Atlanta's speed. Jason, uh, practice question for you Sunday if you drop by for our show, okay? Gazala okay. Pineda is uh, starting off. We've settled the issue with coach. We don't have to go through three head coaches. All right, that's great. Uh, you know, no three manager thing. As constructed, and when they get healthy, what is Jason Longshore's expectation of the potential for Atlanta United to make a serious run at winning another MLS Cup? extremely high. I, I think Atlanta United should be in contention for all the trophies this year, Supporters Shield, U.S. Open Cup, and MLS Cup. Um, I think it's a really competitive year. I think this is the thing about Major League Soccer over the years since Atlanta United joined is more and more teams can go into a season and have that kind of expectation. We've seen a lot of big moves around the league. We've seen big moves in the Eastern Conference. I think New York City is still going to be very difficult to supplant as the winners of the East. New England had the best regular season in league history last year, and they have gotten better um, in the offseason, in my opinion. I think it'll be hard for them to match that, but they're going to be very good. Philadelphia, with their style of play, is a very difficult team to deal with. I think they'll be better than they were last year. Those four in the East, I could see any of the four winning the East in the regular season, winning the Supporter Shield. I could see and if one wins the regular season, I could see another one win the postseason and go to MLS Cup and go on to win the thing. It's going to be very competitive, but there's no reason to think that Atlanta can't win trophies this year. All right, now the most important question, Hugh. Ready for what it? What you got? Forest, green, or five stripes? What are you wearing? You know, I actually really like the, the forest green. The early mock-ups I didn't like. And I like seeing it. I, I saw that for the first time because I was in Birmingham over the weekend for the, the preseason match. Mm -hmm. I saw the kit for the first time in the flesh in the Bucky's in Leeds, Alabama. Bucky's. I really liked it. That's another reference to Bucky's. Bucky's was full of Atlanta United fans driving back from Man, Birmingham. But, but you know what? We might have to take a road trip to Bucky's. But you know who, who else likes the jersey? Oren really likes the jersey. But he doesn't I've have heard. one. But he doesn't have one. <laughs> Orin, we're, we're going to find a way to get you taken care of, I think. It ain't happening, Jason. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. I'm good. He can have mine, but he just can't have the box. I, I give him mine, but he can't have the box. <laughs> Jason, that box is nice. We're all excited. Uh, dress for success. Sunday should be a lot of fun. Uh, look forward to seeing you, bub. Thanks. Looking forward to it. I'll see you guys on Sunday. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.